Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is May 21st, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everyone out there taking the time to listen. So I'm going to take you guys with me on a little coffee chat this morning. Got a couple errands I got to run, and I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to hop on here and just share some thoughts with the audience. I had a great conversation last night with several members of the audience. We had Patriot Chat number two, and uh, I'll tell you, Patriot Chat number one was incredible, but Patriot Chat number two last night was just absolutely on another level. I mean, the people who showed up last night were sharing their insights, sharing their perspectives, but really it was a very deep conversation. And sure, we talk about the intel, we talk about the latest developments, you know, we talk about a lot of the things that you'll hear on the uh, Patriot Underground Roundtables, the roundtables that uh, we've done about 12 of those at this point. And uh, this is basically the same type of a conversation, it's just not recorded as, you know, I was thinking last night, how great it would have been to have recorded that conversation because, wow, it's really something that I would have liked to have shared with all of you, but these are unrecorded, they're informal. And I just wanna mention that because I'll tell you folks, if you're out there, and you know you're feeling kind of isolated you're feeling like most of us are you know just completely frustrated obviously with the process but even more so i think lonely and isolated and alienated from those around you even if you're living in an area unlike where i am you know even if you're living in a a red state with a lot of people who have a let's just say a, a better understanding of what's going on in the world, I think that the people who listen to this show and shows like it have reached such a point of consciousness. They're just so elevated at this stage that it's hard for them to relate to and interact with the people that are around them. And that is such a big part of what brought all of us together. And ultimately, that's the reason that I decided to hit that record button in the first place. You know, I, I don't really even think that I was necessarily conscious of it at the time or would have uh, been able to articulate it at the time, but I think I was really searching for that. And, um, you know, certainly I didn't imagine when I decided to take that step and to take that risk that it would be so well-received and it's completely changed my life. Like I, I tell you folks all the time, in fact, just, the last episode that I did, I was reflecting on that. And I mean, not a day goes by where that it doesn't cross my mind. And I don't literally thank God for this journey, for this podcast, for this audience. But this is a great way to bridge that gap for people to, to come together and to have deep, substantive conversations and to feel that love, that vibe, that energy. It's just amazing. I mean, we've had people from all over the country. And uh, I certainly think I would like to get it to a point where we could have people from all over the world. You never know if we're actually gonna get there. I think it was our first chat, we had a gentleman from New Zealand uh, joining us. It was either New Zealand or Australia. I can't remember, one of the two. But um, it's just a great way to connect with people, folks. And the, and the conversation is unlike anything that you're going to find anywhere else, as, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people and um, 
they tell me the same thing, you know, that they basically never had an experience like the one that they have when they come together and we get these chats going and it's just really something special and uh, makes me feel just so enormously grateful to be a part of this awakening movement. You know, so much is changing in the world. Everything around us is starting to come into focus and we're starting to see all of these different puzzle pieces that we never really figure out how they fit together. We're starting to see them come together. And it's really an incredible time to be alive. I, I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to properly put it into context because I think that what's happening is that we're living in a movie. We're living in this pantomime. We're all participating in it. And yet, at the same time, we also know that this world and everything in it, at the very basic level, is never going to be the same in a very short period of time. I mean, I would already make the argument that it's already never going to be the same. I think once we cross the Rubicon into the pandemic, once we saw society pretty much devolve and come apart at the seams, and honestly, folks, we'd be in a much, much different position right now if the White Hats weren't behind the scenes, if this wasn't a continuity of government devolution, military sting operation, and that we didn't have safeguards in place to prevent the full collapse. But it's, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. I mean, I think all of us know that. And uh, that's not to, you know, peddle any type of fear porn or anything along those lines. It's just being realistic. We're going through a period of transition. And that's because I think all of us can anticipate what's coming and we already know the ending. But it's also going to be very, very harrowing in the weeks and the months ahead. I happen to believe that we're getting into those final phases now where situation that we've, in a sense, kind of gotten used to. Our status quo as the awakened, which has essentially been over the past couple of years, just waiting and anticipating and trying to and somehow get some intel or insight, I should say, into how this is going to all play out. But we, we know already what the outcome is going to be. You know, we were that's one of the things we were talking about last night. I mean, obviously, the topic of awakening and uh, the, the central question of how long is it going to take and you know why so many folks out there just seem to be getting more and more deep into the delusion. I mean, we have this, that's kind of a, a center piece of our conversations whenever we do these roundtable discussions, because that's what most of us are just so directly experiencing. We, we all go through this process every single day of navigating this third dimensional reality where all these people that we love and that we care about that we're so desperately trying to reach so desperately praying that they finally have an aha moment and the light bulb goes off. And I mean, really this is where our war began and it's what brought us together. Like I said a moment ago, and I've often said, you know, if we had success in our lives, waking people up, if we had the ability to reach through that veil and somehow pierce it and get them to see the light, chances are we probably wouldn't have come together. We probably wouldn't have formed this 
family. I mean, that's really the way I look at it because I have deeper connections with certain members of my audience than I've ever had with my family. And it's a different type of relationship, obviously. I mean, especially because we're separated by distance and I'm protecting my anonymity. But the reality is, is that we've come together and we've filled this void that's always been there. And this is something that came up as a part of this discussion is this sense that all of us have had our entire lives that we're different and that we always experience the world in a very different way. I mean, I remember growing up, I always had friends and I always had people around me. And certainly if you were looking at my life from the outside looking in, you wouldn't have noticed any of the things that I'm about to talk about right now that I've talked about several times really in previous podcasts. But, you know, we walk around and we go through our lives, but we feel this sense of disconnect. And I felt it my entire life. And I've come to realize by talking to so many great people out there in the audience that they've always felt that way too. And of course, part of the programming is that we internalize all that. We're conditioned, we're programmed to conform to this matrix. And long before any of us can really articulate what it is that's wrong with the world or had any idea the depth of the depravity of what we're really dealing with, we all knew at an intuitive level that something wasn't right, something didn't fit. And for most people, what that translates into is, at least in their younger years, is a sense of isolation that brings with it a whole host of emotions, depression and anxiety and living in fear, living in a relative hell understanding that you're different from other people, but not knowing how to articulate it, not knowing really what it's all about. And then finally, you get to a point where you have your eyes open, you, you do start to awaken and you can begin to articulate what's wrong with the world only to come to discover that your passion is met with hostility and anger and confusion and dismay. And quite frankly, fear by those people around you. I mean, I remember when I first started to figure out who was really pulling the levers, levers of power behind the scenes, when I really started to figure out the evil that was being perpetrated all around us. And by the way, this is even before I got to the level of the satanic ritual abuse and understanding the cabal in the same way that I understand it today, the Khazarian mafia, the Illuminati, you know, call it what you will. But this brand of evil, before I even knew or could explain and articulate what it was, I was beginning to discover all of the things behind the scenes that many of us discover when we first wake up and we're at that level where we're really focused more on just corruption as opposed to evil. It's more just the sense of corruption and greed and um, collusion, but not necessarily with an evil intent. And even when I was at that level, it's like when, when I first woke up, all I wanted to do is just scream from the rooftops. I wanted to tell everyone all of these truths that I had discovered. I wanted to share it with the world. But, you know, really my world at that point in time, I didn't want to 
do what I'm doing now publicly. But what drove me to that was coming to the realization that nobody around me wanted to hear any of it. And every time that I, one of the things we joked about last night is just that the people who are the, the sleepers, the ones who just refuse to wake up, they, they get angry when you start to mention facts, when you start to point things out that are irrefutable. And that's what's so frustrating for so many of us, for all of us, I would say, is that here we are. I mean, forget about the cabal for a second. Forget about the satanic ritual abuse. Forget about all the deep, dark stuff. Just on the simple level of corruption and the idea that the government is not your friend, because that, I think, is probably the first step in the awakening process is realizing that you're being fed a whole bunch of horseshit by the mainstream media and that the government is not your friend and that they're lying to you. And, you know, I've talked about this many times, but I thought that people would want to know. I mean, why wouldn't you want to know that you're being lied to? Why wouldn't you want to know the truth? Why wouldn't you want the veil to be lifted? Why wouldn't you want to be liberated from this matrix because people don't understand that they're inside of one and they reject the idea that they're inside of one because well there's so many different reasons but i think to put it very simply they don't want to change because knowing the truth being in possession of the truth none of us have a monopoly on it certainly but we have pieces of it quite a bit of it as a matter of fact like i was saying the puzzle pieces are coming together and that's a burden. You know, we've come to discover that that is a burden. But thank God, we've also come to discover that that's a burden that we don't have to shoulder alone. And that's a big part of what drove me to do this podcast, to be a focal point, to bring people together, even though I never really expected that that would happen. But once it started to happen, I realized what an honor it is to be able to bridge that gap for people. And there are so many of us out there. You know, we only had, I think, probably about a dozen people on the call last night. And I say only, I don't mean to minimize it, but, you know, of all the people that are out there, I know that there are many, many more folks out there. I would say probably the vast majority of my audience who can relate directly to this feeling that I'm talking about that brought all of us together. And the shock, quite frankly, when we first discovered how different we really were, you know, I mentioned that feeling a moment ago, this idea that we grew up and we always had this sense that something wasn't fitting, you know, that we couldn't quite conform to this world. And like I said before, I mean, what's natural when you're young is to feel like there's something wrong with you and to carry a lot of that stuff into your adulthood. Even that's what I did. If you really want the truth is, um, I ended up, and we all have our own personal story, and I've shared quite a bit of mine without going into specific details, but my life story was pretty much a feeling of isolation that I carried with me my entire life. And yet at the same time, I also had a feeling like I was supposed to be doing something. Like there was this, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't have called it a mission at that point in my life. But essentially, that's the basic idea is that I felt compelled 
to be doing something more, something more meaningful. And that was also a big part of my journey, trying to figure out what that was. So on the one hand, feeling depressed and isolated and just completely like a fish out of water. And also feeling like I had a very specific purpose, but I couldn't figure out what it was. And then, you know, you fast forward to 2021. I mean, really, I think the, the pandemic was a major, major marker, I guess you could say, in our event that led me to become active, to decide to activate. But it really was the theft of the election in 2021. And then all of a sudden, it was like a switch went off. I didn't know where these thoughts were even coming from. It was like, just, I woke up one day and I just knew that I had to go and get a laptop because my computer was terrible and to start a podcast or to, to experiment with a podcast. I mean, I, I just knew at that point in time and here we are together a little more than two years later. It's hard to believe. Some ways it feels like it's been longer and other ways shorter, but most of the time it feels like a, it's been longer, quite honestly, because it's been such a rich experience. And here I am two years later talking to all of you and we're sharing. We've developed relationships that I don't even think that most of us knew were possible or thought were possible. It's truly amazing. And yes, it's also continues to be very frustrating when you just can't get people in your own life to be able to somehow, some way, open up their eyes. And, um, you know, I've talked about how folks have shared with me that they've been able to share my content with their loved ones, and they've been able to get them to wake up. You know, it's incredible because I hear that and I just think to myself, isn't it amazing how a complete stranger that nobody has ever even seen before has the ability to do that for someone else's family. But for my own family, um, well, my experience is really no different than yours. But, um, you know, it's such a gift. It's such a gift. These chats, this audience this whole experience. It's the greatest experience of my life. This is the greatest journey that I've ever been on. And um, I do get emotional when I think about it because I think about all the pain and all the suffering and all the years that went by before all of our paths crossed. And I'm sure you can relate. There are a lot of people out there who can relate to that feeling. I, I know that there are new followers, new subscribers every single day. I mean, it's, it's incredible to me. Every time I check my uh, Rumble channel, it's like I have a dozen new subscribers. People are coming on board. And so many, I mean, I'm sure a lot of, a lot of the folks out there have been awake for a long time have just discovered my channel. But a lot of the people coming on board really are new. And they're just beginning the awakening process. They're just having their first kind of experience confronting all of the things that we talk about, the things that we know so well. And, um, you know, that's where I have to look at too. And I, that's where I see 
the real progress. Like I've said many, many times, my personal surroundings, you know, I wish I could tell you, and you've heard me talk about it a couple of times when I've seen, when I've had those brief moments that, you know, I hear someone over here, a conversation while I'm waiting for coffee about people talking about COVID and the vaccine and how things aren't making sense and why they're doing this. And, you know, people just talking about how ridiculous Biden is and people taking off the masks. I mean, most of the people that I see at this point in time don't have a mask on still, but you know, I'd be lying if I told you that uh, even driving around this morning, that I haven't seen people in their car with a mask or you know, walking down the street in the middle of nowhere with a mask. So that still is something that is going on. But society, I think, has in some ways moved on from the pandemic. But in other ways, I mean, some people just, you know, I mean, they're going to be wearing a mask probably for forever at this point until the truth comes out because there's just such a, a deep-rooted fear that people have. And um, society is, has gotten to such a point, you know, we've devolved to such a point where all of the programming, all of the preloading, shall we say, or the front-loading that they were ultimately going to draw upon, that they were going to activate with 9-11, with the pandemic, all of the fear-based programming ran so deep. And this is what woke a lot of people up, I think, because there were always divisions. You know, one of the main themes of my discussion this morning is just the difference between us and everyone else. And I think we could always sense it, but we couldn't really see it as clearly until COVID came along. And once that happened, it was just everything that we felt on the inside, suddenly we could see directly with our own eyes. We could see how people were reacting, what they were doing, and how everyone, it was a situation that really forced people to reveal who they really are. And I think a lot of us at the beginning, it, you know, if I'm being honest with people, when I first heard about it, about COVID, I had a, a lot of concern at that stage. I didn't know, I don't even think a fraction of what I've learned since then. And, you know, my initial reaction to it was very fear-based, like a lot of people. Until I started to see all of the ridiculous inconsistencies, when I started to realize that nothing was making sense. And uh, I mean, I guess the point is, is that I thought there was a real, well, I don't want to say that, I don't want to say that it wasn't a bioweapon that was released. There's, a, you know, there's still a conversation to be had there about this gain of function and all of this uh, talk about a virus as opposed to it being an electromagnetic attack. And I've been a lot more inclined to believe that just simply because of the way it's spread. But even if there was, you know, a virus with this gain of function, and that seems to be the, uh, the conventional wisdom here from people in the know, people who are awake that yes, they did release some sort of a pathogen, um, didn't really go the, the way that they had hoped. But you know, the point is, is that at that point in time, I was definitely uh, in, the, in the beginning, I had some fear around it. And I think a lot of people out there did when they saw what was happening and everyone ran out of toilet paper. And, you know, it was it was a pretty crazy time. But it was also a moment where, like I said, we were able to see 
how people responded in different ways. And everybody's, not only their political ideology came to the surface, but also their spiritual connection or lack thereof with God. And I think that's, that's really defined the different ways that people responded to everything that's happened in the world. The people that are awakened, the people that were awake, the people that like us who resisted being told to wear a mask and resisted, you know, the distancing and resisted, obviously the jab. I mean, we're the ones, and by the way, you know, even I had to, uh, at certain points, I had to wear a mask in order to maintain my job. And I'm not going to lie about that because I know that there are a lot of people out there who had to do the same thing. I mean, basically I, I BS did like most of us did, but, uh, you know, there were times when, uh, I simply had to, well, I didn't have to, but I made the choice that I was going to, uh, to wear it in order to continue to have my job, to be able to provide for my family. But, you know, we had all of these different choices that were thrust upon us. And I knew that I was only going to go so far. And then I got to a point with the mask where I finally said, all right, enough is enough. When I realized what was really happening. And at this point in time, even though there's no mandate or anything like that, I mean, if they ever tried to bring it back, uh, I wouldn't do it. And uh, if it cost me my job, then I would have to accept that and believe and have faith that God was going to provide as he always does. But I certainly knew I wasn't going to get a jab. I certainly knew that I was not going to fall into line with the whole vaccine agenda. That just simply wasn't going to happen. I mean, a mask is bad enough. Quite frankly, going back to the beginning, in the very early stages of COVID, I didn't realize how damaging that simple act was of just wearing a mask just so that I could continue to have a paycheck. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are going to criticize that, and that's fine. But I'm also, I'm not, I say to each their own, you know, I'm not going to criticize people. I've heard from a lot of folks out there, believe me, who had to do certain things in order to provide for their families, in order to keep their head above water financially and so forth. And I don't judge people for that. But the point I'm making here is that overall, the way that we responded versus the way that everyone else responded, our resistance versus their compliance showed us and brought to the surface everything that we had always at some level known, but wow, never really knew the full extent. And once we saw the full extent of it, in some ways, it, it makes you want to continue to try to wake people up even more and say, hey, hey, don't go down that road. Don't get that jab. Don't do it. Don't do it. But also, I think we, we realized at, at some level the futility of trying to single-handedly break through all of that programming and get people to embrace the truth. And that really is the most complex part of this entire war. It's a spiritual war. The choice to know is one that we have to exercise through our own free will. And there are a lot of people out there who just simply decided, probably at a subconscious level, they, they don't want to know. They simply just don't want to know. They'd rather stay comfortable. And that's really what the White Hat strategy has been all about. It's been about 
upending people's comfort, their ability to remain cynical and apathetic and narcissistic is coming to an end. I mean, we've seen how they've operated and we've seen the way that gradually over time, and certainly it has been a lot slower than any of us wanted, but gradually over time, there has been an incredible shift that's gone on in people's lives where they're getting more and more fearful. They're getting more and more uncomfortable. They're starting to question the cognitive dissonance that's being induced by the White Hats through this entire strategy. And this was a major theme of our conversation last night is that all of this information coming at us and disinformation, all this fog of war, all of this frustration and anger and fear, what it's done to all of us is it strengthened us because it's caused us to look inward. And in that process, further develop our relationship with God and recognize that no matter what, no matter what happens, no matter what series of events or markers or sequence, all of the things that we talk about so often, we try to predict, but can never really quite accurately pinpoint for good reason. All of that stuff, no matter how it goes down, in the end, it doesn't really matter. Because what does matter is the fact that we know through our relationship with our creator, that's gotten so much stronger. And not just by that process of looking inward at ourselves, but by coming together and sharing the love and sharing the passion and sharing that fire that we all have inside of us for the truth, for justice, for humanity. That basic belief that we've always had, we've always harbored that we could do so much better, that this world could be so much more beautiful. And that's exactly what we're engaged in. We are pioneering that new world. We're taking a paradigm that was forced upon us through deception and ultimately through violent coercion behind the scenes and beneath the surface. We're taking that entire system and we're saying, no, we're rejecting it. We're objectifying it. We're learning about it. We're educating ourselves about it. We're doing something historic. And we're also doing it nonviolently because this is our ascension. This is what God always intended for his children, for us to come together, for us to look inward. And I think that that is what the White Hats, through all of this cloak and dagger, through all of this fog of war, I believe that they're pulling the strings largely in most areas behind the scenes. And I think that this the way that everything has rolled out has been not simply just to game the enemy, but also to induce in the normies, of course, that cognitive dissonance to wake them up. But for us, for the awakened, to have us confront all of the things that we've had to confront over the past few years, to navigate together, because none of us can do this alone. The reality is, folks, before I started this podcast, I was driving around. I was making little videos just to get things out of my brain, out of my heart, just to put it out there before I even thought that I was going to share it with anyone. 
And that was because of everything that was happening around me was causing me to have a spiritual crisis. To so just say, I, I can't internalize this and express what's happening in this world and how everything is backwards and upside down and how much, how much passion I have to want to see justice and to want to see humanity rise above the circumstances that it's been saddled with. And this has been exploding all over the world, this movement has become the great awakening. Really, it's the breadcrumbs that we're following along the way of this path. And you know, it's leading us toward what's ultimately going to happen. And I think that that's beautiful and wonderful. But we can never forget what this journey really is all about. It reminds me, it brings me back because you know, we put all the uh, information, if you will, all of the intel and all that stuff, we, we kind of put it to the side and we really focus a lot more on what this journey has meant for all of us individually and collectively. And it becomes a spiritually enriching conversation that it's tough to put into words. I think this morning I've touched upon some of the things that we got into, but over you know, two and a half hours, I think it was last night, we, we certainly went in a whole bunch of different directions. And again, it's so healthy for me and cathartic to have these discussions with all of you because it reminds me, it, it strengthens me because it reminds me what ultimately led us here. It brings me back to the beginning of my journey, how I found all of you. And I know that it does exactly that for everyone who participates in these conversations. So everyone out there who did participate in Patriot Chat number two, thank you and God bless you. And I will say to everyone out there, this is just an amazing opportunity. Click that link in the description, you know, become a member. And like I've said before, if you can't afford to become a member, just send me an email and let me know your circumstances. And I will gladly share the link with you. I want to hear and I want to connect with as many patriots as I possibly can. And, uh, you know, it's not about only uh, having folks out there who are making donations can be a part of that. I think some some people simply can't do that. And, uh, you know, I want to be, I want to be able to open up this opportunity to as many folks as I can. And at the same time, also, you know, continue to try to support myself doing podcasting so that I can ultimately do it full time and put all of my energy into it. So if you can't afford to make a $5 donation to become a member, just, uh, and you want to participate in these discussions, just send me an email, patriotunderground2021 at gmail.com. And uh, I have, have a, a little system and I'll just, uh, you know, put your email in uh, a, little, a little folder. And the next time I send out this Zoom link, I will be sure to share it with you. I just want to make sure everybody understands that because, you know, I am moving in the direction of trying as very best I can working with sponsors and through buy me a coffee and my, uh, my different, uh, initiatives, I guess you could say to, to monetize my channel. It's not about getting rich. It's about me trying to support my family and myself and enough financial resources to be able to do that, to walk away from a job that quite frankly, I think I've wanted to walk away from for quite a while now, but like most of us, we don't have that luxury. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I guess you could say the best way to describe my life is uh, from an economic standpoint is, you know, I'm a middle-class uh, guy, you know, I, I have a sort of a middle-class uh, job, you know, we have a family, a mortgage, 
uh, car payments and all those types of things. I'm no different than anyone else. So, you know, I've had to be tethered to that job, but once I discovered this, like I said, it completely changed my life. And, and I mean, I wake up every single day. All I want to do is research and podcast. I mean, there are some days where I need a break, obviously, but you know, I'm, I'm just on fire to do this type of work for all of you. So that's really why I've moved in this direction. And, you know, I know that uh, when that happens for a lot of people, it, you know, they kind of puts a bad taste in their mouth and they go, oh, you know, he's just trying to make money and this and that. But if I can get to the point one day where I can do that work full time, I'm not sure what happened. I think the uh, audio might have cut out. I am on the road, folks. So, you know, bear with me here. But uh, that that's ultimately what I really want to do is to be able to do this work full time. So thank you, everyone out there for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Uh, thank you for showing me so much love, so much respect. I just want to say that each and every one of you, I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day, a wonderful week ahead. And when you wake up in the morning, just remind yourself how amazing you really are. And remember that you were chosen. You were chosen amongst billions of people to be pre-awakened. And what an honor that is, that God tapped you on the shoulder, that he shined his light on you. You just think about that and reflect on that and think about what that really means and who you really are. All right, everyone, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to cut it here. So I got to go uh, get on with my day, but hopefully you uh, enjoyed hearing some of my reflections this morning. If you did, uh, take a moment to hit that like button, if you would, and uh, you know, let me know in the comments. I love reading the comments. And, you know, it's one of the things that's so rewarding about doing podcasting is hearing the reactions of, of your supporters and your listeners. So please take a moment to do that. Please take a moment to click on the links in the description. I mentioned a moment ago, buy me a coffee. So I already covered that base, but uh, patriotswitch.com slash patriot underground for all of your household and personal products, the best company out there. Great way to reallocate your financial resources to align with your spiritual and political values. And also patriotundergroundgold.com. You have a retirement account like so many people out there do. And I recognize not everyone does, but so many people do have an IRA or a 401k that's tethered to the stock market. Now is the time, folks. Now is the time to bare minimum to diversify and to put some of what you've worked so hard to achieve and to, earn, to, to save, to back that, not just to back it with gold, but to actually hold it in gold and silver. They also have platinum as an option as well. So, you know, there's just some great, great opportunities that I'm bringing to folks. Hopefully you'll take advantage of them. You'll realize that I'm trying to bring you the best possible opportunities that make sense. Things that I've done in my own personal life that I want to share with all of you. So click those links in the description. Also make sure that you're following me on the different platforms I'm on. I'm on BitChute, Rumble, Podbean, Odyssey. Telegram and uh, True Social. Links are all in the description. And I will be back tomorrow night with SGN on. Very excited to welcome him back to get an update. So until then, folks, God bless, Godspeed. I'll be back soon. Patriot out.